Welcome home. I'm Dr. Tama, a minister, licensed psychologist, and sacred artist. And this is Homecoming, a podcast to facilitate your journey home to yourself. While I will provide weekly inspiration and mental health tips, this podcast is not the same as personalized therapy. I'm so excited you're on the journey. If you want to request specific topics or to submit a poem for me to read on the podcast, email me at homecomingpodcasts at gmail.com. Also, to build our community, don't forget to like, subscribe, and share. Let's begin. Welcome home, co-journers. I'm glad you're here for another episode, and I'm grateful we have a poem submission this week from Dr. Rashmi Karnard Jani, and this piece is entitled, Someday When This Is Over. Someday when this is over, my heart whispers, I will walk free and stand taller Breathe easy and smile more. Laugh a lot. Hug sisters and paint with children. Laugh for no reason at all. Watch the sunrise blow bubbles. Make rainbows with the garden hose. Because from this Rashmi of the dawn I've known all my life comes the courage to be myself. When this is over, I shall start again. I will once again walk as myself. Oh, so beautiful, Dr. Rashmi. Thank you so much for sending us this piece as we try to hold on to hope and think about our season after this season. As we think about what is to come and being proactive and affirmative and really uh, embracing the newness of life and honoring the truth of liberation. And so we really love your poem as we think about laughter and bubbles and gardens and our season to come that we do not just wait for, but that we walk into and that we embrace. And this is very timely for our topic for today, which is pushing past procrastination, pushing past procrastination. And many of you have written to me uh, about your challenges, feeling stalled or stuck. And we actually have a prior episode on becoming unstuck. Um, but I want to talk today in particular about procrastination because our lives are so important and time is so sacred. So we want to think intentionally and carefully and mindfully about what we are doing with this season of our lives, what we are doing to maximize and to embody uh, the fullness of these days at this time. And for so much of our lives, we can get stuck in the cycle of procrastination. We can find ourselves perpetually saying, 
one day or someday or a next year or a next month, or I will do that when some other thing happens. And as we think about coming home to ourselves, it is very important that we prioritize the now, that we embrace the present, that we uh, get very clear about what are the reasons we have been procrastinating, what are the reasons that we have been putting off our lives, what are the reasons that we have been stalled and stuck, and being very thoughtful about pushing through those barriers and those boundaries so that we can show up for ourselves. I wonder if this is the season where you will honor yourself by utilizing your gifts and your wisdom and your resources. I wonder if this is the season where you will stop waiting for other people to open doors or to acknowledge or validate or to affirm. And instead, if this will be the season when you name yourself, define yourself, radically claim yourself. And this, this can be that season for you. We cannot dictate or control what other people are doing, but we can be very intentional about what we choose to do with the days, the months, the seasons of our life. And so if you are tired of waiting, tired of procrastinating, tired of stalling, and you feel within you the tug, the pull for now to be your season, your season of manifestation, your season of activation, your season of engagement, your season season of launching. If you feel that pull, then let's give ourselves a yes, right? That I choose to show up for me. I choose to give myself a green light. I choose to love and affirm and encourage myself. I choose to rise up out of my circumstance. I choose to open some doors. I choose to craft and to build and to create. I choose to be. I choose to be myself, as Dr. Rashmi shared in that wonderful poem, that I am choosing to walk into my next season as myself. Hmm. <laughs> Unapologetically, boldly, creatively, audaciously myself. And so uh, the audacity and freedom and liberation of choosing you and not only choosing you for some day in the future, but choosing yourself in the right now. Oh, it's beautiful. It's beautiful. So how do we push past the procrastination? Well, we have to come to terms with the actual causes of the procrastination, right? Procrastination is often a symptom of an underlying issue. And so you want to dig 
deeper to understand why you have been putting off for tomorrow the things that are possible for you to do today. Yes. And so our research on uh, one of the major causes of procrastination reveals that for many people, it is fear. And that can be a fear of failure, which is rooted in insecurity and feelings of inadequacy. And so some of us put off uh, taking action because we do not believe we can. Right. So you may not be applying for jobs because you don't think anyone will hire you anyway. You haven't put in your applications for school because you don't believe you'll be accepted. Uh, you have not chosen to re-enter the dating world because you don't think you're any good at love and don't think perhaps that you will be chosen or that you will be affirmed. And so what is uh, the cause of your insecurity and are you willing to actually fail, right? Uh, many of us will not take action unless we have guaranteed success. And there are very rare times in our lives where something is 100% guaranteed, uh, but that we are willing to put our all in knowing that we will have to wait and see in the fullness of time how it unfolds. And so we want to build up our courage and our confidence to be willing to risk the failure, to risk imperfection, to risk it not turning out exactly as we had imagined. But when the pull to manifest becomes bigger than my fear, then I will push past the fear to do it, right? To do it. And so, you know, that there is that common phrase, do it afraid, right? So some of us have been waiting until we had no insecurity. Some of us have been waiting until we have absolutely no fear. Some of us have been waiting, thinking that someday will come when I will magically have all the confidence, the self-esteem, the courage to know that um, I'm victorious in everything that I try. And because that has not come to you yet, you are standing behind the gate of your own mind, that you are standing behind the barrier, behind the door of your own mentality. And so I invite you on this week to really journal about uh, the fear of inadequacy, right? And for you to know the way that we become more capable is by doing, right? Mental gymnastics alone is not going to build my confidence, right? It's not that I just have to like argue with myself, debate with myself until I convince myself that I'm capable. No, it doesn't usually work like that. So uh, from the standpoint of behavioral psychology, there is some liberation that comes in the doing, right? So how will I build my confidence in my ability to do it? It really will be by doing it. Yes, by beginning 
uh, to write. If I am afraid of writing, to start uh, writing. If I am afraid of uh, failing in the job market, I have to start uh, interviewing. And the more I interview for these positions, the more my confidence will grow. If you are a performer, it is not just kind of to sit in your apartment or in your house imagining yourself becoming more confident, but instead to go out for the auditions, to actually get used to singing in front of people or dancing or acting or sharing your poetry, that in the doing is the way that I terrify my own fear, right? By becoming more active and more engaged, that is the way that I conquer my anxiety, and my insecurity. So if you have been stalling because you don't believe you are capable, uh, that's okay, right? That's okay. You don't have to be 100% certain you can do it before you try. But as you begin to engage, your confidence will uh, increase, yes? So that is one of the major causes of procrastination, fear. And we want to counter that with action, right? With action, doing it afraid. A second cause of procrastination, uh, especially during these times, can be fatigue. That many of us are exhausted. We're exhausted. We are in the midst of a global pandemic. And uh, many people have faced incredible losses visible and invisible losses. Many people have felt uh, financial weight, have felt uh, the strain of health crises, have felt the heaviness of grief and depression. And so I wonder if you can just acknowledge to yourself that you're tired. Yeah, you're tired. You, you, just getting through the days and the weeks takes so much effort. The invisible emotional labor of surviving during these times. And so sometimes you think that you haven't done very much, but getting through this season, uh, surviving this reality has been plenty. It, it takes a lot out of you. And often that effort goes unacknowledged. And so, you know, I like to remind my clients when they, you know, show up to session and they're saying like, what's wrong with me? I haven't, you know, done what I thought I was going to do and I haven't been productive or I haven't been effective. Is we have to remind ourselves of these times we're living in. And so I wonder if you can give yourself compassion on today. Because usually when we say procrastination, it has a lot of shame in it. It has a lot of blame in it. It has a lot of stigma in it. It has a lot of judgment in it. But I wonder if you can shift your script to recognize the reality that you may be exhausted. Yeah, that it is not just laziness or lack of motivation, um, but really um, you have been treading water, right, for quite some time, you know, much longer than many of us anticipated. And so 
Your fatigue may be uh, emotional. It may be physical. Many people are dealing with insomnia during these times. Uh, it can also be spiritual. It can be social exhaustion as well. Perhaps the thing that you want to engage around involves other people, but you don't really have the energy to engage with people right now. And so consider in this moment the level of your own fatigue. You know, can you feel it in your bones, in your soul, in your heart? You know, do you wake up already tired? Do you have restlessness in your sleep? Do you uh, feel fatigue throughout the day? Are you tired, right? Queen Mother Fannie Lou Hamer talked about being sick and tired of being sick and tired, right? So not only may you be exhausted, but also uh, tired of being in this state of exhaustion. And so, you know, what is the solution if the real underlying piece to your procrastination is fatigue is to remove the judgment and let yourself rest, right? To reframe it, to relanguage it, right? That it may not be that you're procrastinating. It may be that you're resting, that you're healing, that you're growing, right? That you're refueling. And so to give yourself the grace for that, to give yourself the space for that, it is so important because when you're going after your goals and dreams, if you do, if you start off already exhausted, uh, that is a setup, right? It's a setup for failure. Um, it's a setup to, for incompletion, right? Because you don't even have the, the energy for it. And so uh, if what is underneath your so-called procrastination is fatigue, then I invite you to allow yourself to rest, right? To get, And I know usually we want to start a new year like running, right? Jumping over hurdles, doing amazing things, doing incredible things. Um, but as you prepare to go into this next season and this next year, you really may want to say, this is actually going to be my time to slow down. This is going to be my time of sacred pause. This is going to be my time of rest. And I invite you to think about your rest, not just as a temporary choice because you are burned out, but to think about it as a lifestyle of how will I integrate rest and restoration and relaxation into my day, into my life, into my week, so that I am not perpetually uh, beating off burnout, right? And so what are the choices I need to make in the immediate, right, because of the exhaustion, but then also going forward, what is the rhythm, the pattern, the pace of my life that is actually sustainable. And then I want to name that uh, some of you may be procrastinating because uh, you are frustrated and unfulfilled. So perhaps the things that you are putting off are the things that give you no joy, 
right? It's like duties, obligations, responsibilities, stuff that you have to do, um, but there is no uh, new inspiration, no motivation, no fulfillment in your life, right? And it is very hard to be a frustrated dreamer. Uh, it's so difficult uh, to have dreams and visions and goals and ambition and to feel like you are derailed, that you are sidetracked. And instead, what your day and life is filled with are these mundane duties that do not feed you, that do not nourish you. So of course you put off doing it, right? You, you don't get anything out of it. Um, you don't enjoy it. It does not call to you. It does not speak to you. And so for some of you, it's not just about, oh, I'm terrible with procrastination. Uh, sometimes it's a larger, deeper picture which is I am a frustrated, unfulfilled dreamer and I have little tolerance to do these tasks that are before me because there is no oil in my tank. There is no water in my well. And so I would encourage you if that resonates with you, if that sounds like you, to become very intentional about setting aside time and energy and priority and emotional space in your life and in your schedule to be able to do the actual things that fulfill you, to be able to do the things that inspire you and motivate you. You see, when I'm able to do things that nourish me, then that gives me the energy to do some of the ordinary tasks, the regular tasks, the daily task of living that I just have to do, right? It may not be the thing that speaks to me, but because I have spent some time doing the thing that speaks to me, then it gives me the refreshing that I need to show up for the other stuff, right? For the errands, for the paperwork, for um, the, the help that I need to offer to organizations or institutions, right? I am able to have breath for that, grace for that. If I have spent some of my day, some of my week, some of this season doing the things that animate me, doing the things that help me to become alive, right? It uh, gives me a greater sense uh, of myself, a greater sense of uh, completion and of possibility. And so if you have found yourself procrastinating a lot and not having the energy or motivation to do uh, the ordinary things, I invite you to tap into the truth of your deferred dreams right? The things you have put off or that you thought you didn't have time or space for, but those are the things that really energize you, right? That those are the things that really give you life, right? You know, when people 
uh, sometimes look at my schedule, they say, oh my gosh, like, how are you doing all that? Well, you know, I'm blessed that the majority of the things I'm doing are things that give me life, right? And so then that also will give me enough fuel in my tank to do the other things that I have to do, right? Because I have some life in me, you know, that there are some things that are speaking to my spirit, right? There are some things that are nourishing my soul. And so uh, what are the things uh, that water you? You know, what are the things that, as Dr. Rashmi said, that give you laughter, right? Even if that's blowing bubbles or spending time in the garden, as she shared. So uh, for us to become really mindful about um, activating the things or the components of our life that feed our souls, because then we will be able to, as my four parents would say, run on and see what the end's going to be. Right. But I cannot run on. I can't keep going if I am running on empty. So I have to know myself to know enough. What are the things that feed my spirit? Right. What are the things that uh, feed my soul? Which goes to uh, the last barrier I want to mention or the last cause when we think about procrastination, which is for some people, difficulty focusing, right? Difficulty focusing. And so some of you are perpetual starters, um, but do not have a habit of completion, right? And so, you know, you get an idea and it holds your attention for a minute, but not long enough for you to get it done. And then now your mind and your attention is going into like 500 other directions. And so we get to a space of um, one discipline, right? That I can have an idea, but um, the capacity to see an idea into manifestation that requires some staying power. And some of us as young people uh, never really developed the discipline or the habits to be able to see things through to completion. When we are uh, interviewing students for our doctoral program and we're trying to get a sense of like, is this a student who will finish? You know, one of the questions we'll often ask in the interview is tell me about a project, whether it was academic or not. Um, that took a lot of time, a lot of energy, and you saw it through to completion. And, um, you know, it's beautiful to hear about people's various experiences, whether it was on a job or with their family or even an academic project, and that it was not immediate gratification, but they had to kind of keep plugging away to have that perseverance, right? And so, I invite you to claim for yourself uh, the commitment to seeing things through, right? That I am not just an idea person, while ideas are lovely, but I also am someone who actualizes. I am someone who manifests. I am someone who completes, who gets it done, who goes to the finish line. 
And so shift the story you've been telling yourself about yourself, right? Instead of just saying, oh, I'm a procrastinator and proclaiming that and holding on to it for us to give ourselves the grace to say, in the past, I procrastinated a lot, but I have a sense of some of the reasons I was doing that. And in this season, I'm shifting so that I can show up for myself because I'm worthy of the show up and my dreams are worthy of the show up. And so I will not remain checked out from my own life. I'm so glad you're here and excited about what we will do in this season as we push past procrastination. I invite your soul to tell your heart, mind, body, and spirit, welcome home.